This is Functional Threshold Dad with Rob Gibson, episode 6. Funny thing happened today. So, I decided to take the kids up to this sandbar up near Little Britain, Valencia. And, um, we go there, you know, a couple times a year. Just, it's nice. They can walk out really far. It's sandy. Like, it lets them go in the lake. Get them some sunshine. All that wonderful stuff. Now that school is out. So, we get there today. And there's maybe, like, two ladies that look like a mother and a daughter. Or a grandmother and a daughter. With a couple of kids. And we sit down at a picnic table. The kids hop in the water. It's nice and quiet. And as it gets closer to lunchtime, people start showing up. So this lady shows up. And... <laughs> you know you can just tell with people, right? You, you see them get out of there. She was getting out of like a brand new fucking white lifted Dodge Ram. Um, she's wearing the designer sunglasses. She's got the ball cap on, the Gucci ball cap. And hair, you know... Blonde highlights, done in pigtails. Like, she took her time getting ready this morning to go to the beach in fucking Scugog or Kawartha Lakes. And, you know, I see her get out of the truck, and she gets her three kids out, three little girls. And, you know, as I say, you can tell with people, just looking at this woman, fuck, I hate to say it, screams high maintenance, right? And, um... You know, she comes, she sets up her blanket, she grabs her freaking lawn chair, she gets all ready to go, the kids are playing on the swings, and they're begging to go in the water. And uh, she's on the phone. So, she's sitting down on this lawn chair, the kids are on the swings, Mom, can we go in the water? Mom, can we go in the water? No, I'm on the phone! You need to shut up until I'm done. Like, this woman is screaming at her kids. She literally just stepped out of her truck seven minutes earlier. So... Finally, she ends this phone call, says, fine, get in the water, go do your thing. So she puts water wings on this little one, and I'm thinking four, maybe five, maybe. Tiny little girl. And then two older girls. The one in the middle, probably six, seven, and then like an eight, nine. So she gets them in the water, and then... She gets back on her phone. She's lying back, soaking in the sun, getting her tan on. And they're like, you can walk out pretty far at this spot. But they're out like far. Like they're out further than my kids. And, you know, our kids can swim, right? Like they, we put them through swimming lessons. Like they've all got their friggin' Red Cross, you know, all that shit, different levels, but they've, They've been to swimming lessons. We have a pool. My kids know how to swim. But it's still a lake, right? There's still boats. There's still sea dews. There's all that crap. So I always kind of have this talk with them that I'm okay if you go on a little bit further. But there's like a point, right? So there's this dock that's there that goes right out into the water because there's some private residences further down. And I always have that talk with them. You can't go past the end of that dock, right? That's a long-ass dock. It's not like I'm not giving them any freedom. We're talking a long-ass dock. And so they get it, right? Plus, they know that there's seaweed once you get so far down, and they don't like it touching their legs and all that shit. So my kids get it. Well, this woman is so fucking distracted on her phone that 
her three are like way the fuck out there. Like way out there that I can only see like heads in the distance. And the two older ones decide to come back to the beach. And there's this little one with fucking water wings on who cannot touch the bottom at this point. And she's yelling, I need some help. I can't come back. Now it's a windy day, hot but windy. There's boats whizzing by, creating waves, all this shit. And she's floating with water wings on. Well, the natural current, just from the wind and the boats, like she's getting pushed further down the lake. And this woman is, she's watching, but she's too busy to hang up her phone to even talk to the other two daughters to tell them, go out and get your sister, right? I'm not telling anyone how to parent here, but there's just that certain level of retardedness that should not exist with people. And I was close to, didn't, but I was close to even jumping in myself to go and get this little girl. Because another five minutes, she would have literally floated past this dock and been out of eyesight. And she's, mommy, 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 can someone help me? I can't get back. She's speaking, I'm doing the bicycle, I'm doing the bicycle. Obviously somebody's teaching her how to swim. But it's just, you cannot do it with that wind. It was pushing her further out and she was kicking frantically to get further in. This is going on for a good seven minutes. And my youngest comes up and says, Dad, like, should I go and help her? And I'm like, you know what, Finn? Yeah, bud. Like, if you want to go in and you want to go out and get her, like, no problem. Dude, drag her back in. I'm sure she'll appreciate it. So he goes on his way to go and do this. Finally, this woman, it clicks in her head that, uh, well, her phone call obviously can't be that important because it's the third one she's taken in the 21 minutes she's been sitting there, but that her daughter is floating away. So she jumps up like a bat out of hell, rips off her whatever the fuck those things are called, those wraps or covers or whatever you wear over top of your bathing suit as a woman, and she fucking goes bolting it into the water. Now, the the time that she's bolting into the water to go and get her younger one, she's turning and spending valuable swimming time screaming at the other two because they left the sister in the water, which she would have noticed 11 minutes ago, but chooses this point to then turn around and start screaming at these two kids who are now back on the swings. And they're looking at each other like, what the fuck's going on? Because they... They're children. They don't really realize that what they've done is probably the wrong thing to do. And I'm telling you, just observing this was mind-blowing. It's like, how important of a day do you have that the safety of your children is not the top priority on your list? Even if you're one of them working from home and decided to sneak out and take your kids to the beach, and you still got to take your call, that was not the case. I could hear part of her conversation, and she was bitching about her husband to her friend because he had to leave early for work this morning, and she was stuck with the three kids. So it was that type of conversation that she was having that, that took all of her attention away from the fact that she had children floating away like a raft in the middle of the fucking Lake Scugog, who were frantically doing the bicycle to try and get back to shore. 
Anyways, we enjoyed the day. We had a good couple of hours up there. It's just, it's this kind of stuff that, you know, you see and you shake your head, right? It's like, I find myself more and more as I get older and being a parent, you know, being a dad, it's, you shake your head more and more when you see this kind of stuff. And it's not so much like a judgmental thing, right? It's not me being a dick. It's more of just that common sense that seems to escape people these days. I just, I don't understand what goes on inside people's minds. And you know, I, I get that we're attached to our phones, right? We're attached to electronics. And I'm a culprit of sitting there on the picnic table and I'm scrolling through a few things myself, right? But you have that common sense to, okay, if I'm gonna be on LinkedIn for a little bit, scrolling through some posts, I essentially got one eye on my phone and one eye on my three kids. And it's a limited amount of time. You're putting your phone down, you're talking to your children, you're engaging, brought some apples, granola bars, that kind of stuff. Hey guys, you want to come out, you want to have something to eat. It shouldn't take up your entire brain capacity having a phone call or being on your phone texting. And that that's what kind of boggles me these days is I, I see it so much now that the importance and the priority of things has shifted and watching this woman interact with her children for the hour that we overlapped there was it made me sad like I hate to say it but it really did like these three little girls were there to have fun and it completely seemed like they were a burden for this woman. Like every chance she got, she was snapping at them. And you know what? They might have destroyed her fucking house this morning before she left. They might have ripped her leather furniture and thrown fucking chocolate pudding on the wall. Who knows what this woman was dealing with this morning? Obviously a bad mess because her husband left early and that's what she was bitching about to her friend on the phone. But... The kids don't know what they've done wrong. And we all hit that point of frustration. We all do. Anybody that says they haven't is full of shit. Like, I've done it myself. You snap on them because you're just having a shitty day and there's this constant badgering and you turn around and you do that little fucking snap. But in quickly, reality hits you and you're like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Apologize. Everything's golden. Hugs and kisses. Fucking rainbows and sunshine. And you're back to normal. But this woman was obviously having the worst day humanly possible because for that hour, like, they were the spawns of Satan and that's what she was treating them like. And that is what I witnessed the entire time that I was there. And it just, it made me feel bad. It made me feel bad for these kids, especially this little girl who's floating away in the middle of nowhere like an episode of Lost. She's on these little water wings just trying to do her best to get out. She's fucking going to sleep tonight because she was kicking and flailing like son of a bitch. But it's the fact that you could have just put down your phone, talked to the two older ones nicely and said, hey, listen, your sister's floating away. You guys shouldn't have left her there. Can you go and grab her? Instead of the, you've now interrupted my phone call. I need to hang up when I don't want to. I got to save your sister and you're a bunch of little assholes because you didn't go and do it. It boggles the mind. And I just felt the need to hop on 
and kind of record some of this because, you know, you do a lot of these little day trips and even going to the grocery store, even going to the fucking hardware store, even going to Home Depot, like going anywhere. And as parents, it's a constant subconscious or conscious thing that we always observe other parents, right? We always observe the interactions that people have with their children and you compare yourself. It's just human nature. Right? Like, would I have handled it that way? Wouldn't I have handled it that way? And essentially, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm comparing my parenting tactics to the parenting tactics of this woman. I'm not in her life. I don't know what kind of day she's had. But at the same time, there comes a point where, you know, it can't be about you because you have these three little beings that are looking up at you and you're modeling how they're going to turn out. Those are the things that I witness. And it's funny because, you know, as I meet more of the younger generation, let's just, we'll go with that, right? I don't even want to get into ages and stuff, but like even acquaintances of my eldest or a couple of years older, and you see the different personalities and you see, you know, the difference in integrity and ethics and morals and it's it makes you really wonder what are we doing right what are we doing to the ones that we're gonna leave all of this to to take over from us and and run the ship right they're gonna steer the ship and which direction are they gonna steer it in and there's a lot of really awesome young people out there there's a lot of really cool respectful hard-working like even late teenagers and I know some of them myself but then there are the ones that they want to show up to work they want to get paid to do fuck all nothing and collect a paycheck and it's it boggles your mind sometimes and I think I've said boggles your mind probably 10 times already in this fucking episode but you, know, you wonder when you look at some of these kids and the disrespect that comes out of their mouth what the parents were like, right? So what kind of home life did this kid have? And again, no judgments here, but you can almost anticipate how it went or how it's going to go by how it went. And yeah, you know, a lot of these kids that just don't give a shit, they've got no respect it's their way or the highway. You wonder how they were raised. And, you know, I know there's different circumstances for every person and all that stuff. But at the same time, it, do we model the behavior, right? Did the children model our behavior? And, you know, I see it with my own kids. I swear like a trucker. I do. It's a horrible habit. But it's just, that's it is what it is. And, you know, I see them pick up on it and drop. Words that I use that are like, oh, shit. Like, they've heard me say that, and now they're saying it. And it's just, you know, you think about those kind of things, right? And you try and change it. You try and be more conscious of it. And, you know, how many times I drop the F-bomb in a day. I imagine they're going to pick up on that, and I'm going to start hearing some F-bombs. So it does make you think to all of those little things that you do and all the ways that you treat them. How much of it is rubbing off? How much of it are they taking into adulthood? Like that. And when I see these 19, 20, 21 year olds 
with the fucking attitudes that they've got these days, it really makes you wonder where that shit came from. Because I remember being that age and working at the bank and serving customers. I was a teller at the time. And it was, you know, you looked at work as that, like that's your livelihood, right? Every customer that came up to you as dickhead as they might be, or that lawyer who at the time had a hundred fucking checks they needed certified and you knew you were going to be spending 50 minutes with that one customer. But everyone you still treated with the same respect, the same dignity, your coworkers, the ones you hated, the ones that were assholes, you still treated them with respect. You still worked your ass off because you knew you needed that job. And I think we're losing a lot of that. Right? We really are. Not everybody, but we are losing some of that. It's more so these days of a selfish, selfish approach than I think it used to be in previous generations. And I get that employers need to be you know, cognizant of the fact that they've got employees. Sometimes they don't get paid a shit ton of money and you want them to come in and you want them to work and you want them to kick ass. You do need to, you know, give them the commendation sometimes and, and tell them that you appreciate their work. But at the same time, you've also got ones that don't care. But you need people. Bodies are bodies. So where do you draw the line, right? How do you fix it? Anyways, small little episode six. Again, just some crap I saw today. Some thoughts coming out of my brain. And it is what it is. Thanks for listening.